Happy Sunday, fun day, everybody. Thank y'all for tuning in. This your favorite trainer, your twerking trainer, the Southern Belle, Selena with Shape Your Fit Cast. Baby, this right here, this Sunday, fun day, this gonna be a little touchy. I want y'all to get y'all Kleenex. Go ahead and get your dogs and your cats and everything and give them some loving. I want to put this out there. This is definitely, this episode is about mental health. And this beautiful gem that we have on here today is Sarah. And she's also, um, she just recently resigned. Um, a wonderful, beautiful um, English educator for what, 10 years? Am I right? 10 years. 10 years. And so she is going to... When I tell you, y'all, she gonna really tap in and share some stuff with her that she been, that she's been through, um, been carried on her heart and on her mind. Cause y'all know Shape Your Path Fitness, baby. You know we all about the mental. So I just want to put it out there. Um, she's gonna speak on, you know, some depression and suicidal stuff. So without further ado, we got this bomb baby up in here. Sarah, tell everybody a little bit about your fine self. Well, as uh, Selena said, I've been an educator for about 10 years. Um, I was a 7th and 8th grade teacher for two years in a private school here in Omaha and then moved over to um, Omaha Public Schools as an English as a second language teacher. Nice. And um, I'm married. I have two kids uh, who are just everything to me. Um, and that really shaped how I interacted with my students. Mm -hmm. um, and kind of changed how I viewed myself in their their lives. Mm, mm. I love it. You heard y'all? She said shaped. You'd be surprised <laughs> at how you shape. Yes. <laughs> You'd be surprised at how you just shape your path in different ways. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Now, y'all get ready. Okay, we got. I got this question. The first question is this. So mental health and mental fitness is a, it's a big priority for me. Because I had to share, you know, I've shared some of my mental health issues um, with the world and different people, you know, that I confide in. And I know that it's been on the rise every day. And to include it with our younger people, the young, the kids, yeah. the babies, the children, the younger generation. As an educator, like what are some of the behaviors and attitudes that you have witnessed and experienced from the students? Oh, man. Um... There's been a lot. Um, I can talk about, you know, students that I've had in the past who, through my own mental health, I mean, to kind of give a little bit more background about myself, um, my own mental health journey started with my own suicide attempt um, Ooh, when I was a sophomore in college. Um, I spent about a week in the hospital after that, um, only to come out and find out that a younger cousin of mine um, was dealing with her own mental health. Mm -hmm. And um, okay. because I sought help, she felt comfortable and empowered to reach out as well. Wow. So you have to break that barrier yeah. to yeah. reach out and get help. And that's that's a lot of things. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the hardest thing. Right. Who can I trust? Right. You never know who's watching yeah. um, and learning from you. Um, unfortunately, we lost her to her struggles with mental health issues. Um, mm -hmm. She passed away by suicide in 2009, 2010. Wow. wow. Um, and that sticks with me every day. Yeah. Um, especially interacting with students and watching their own struggles. Mm. Um, part of my job is working with refugee and migrant students who have 
dealt with a lot of trauma in their lives, mm -hmm. whether it's losing family members um, at a young age. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I had a former student who was the sweetest kid I have ever met. He gave the best hugs. Oh, baby, um, you know hugs. He, I love yeah, that. he's just he gave the best hugs. But he, um, part of my job was I. I love creating a safe environment for my kids and. Mm. Um, he felt comfortable enough to share a story about um, the death of his cousin, who's, who he and, and this cousin were both uh, approached by some gangsters back in El Salvador, mm -hmm. and um, his cousin went missing, and they later found him oh outside God. of my student's window with a note that said he would be next. So he basically what? packed up and headed to the U.S. immediately. Um, out of safety for himself. Oh my god. And you would never know it. <laughs> right, 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 right. By how sweet he was. Right. Because you never know what somebody's right. going through, regardless of their age, right. regardless of like, oh, how things may appear to be on social media, oh, how much they smile. You never know somebody's struggles. Right. And the biggest struggles are the mental struggles. Right. Ooh. So it, it, it after over the years I pit became more and more aware of they call it trauma informed education. Okay. Where you're not just educating the the mind of the student, you're also dealing with their emotions yeah. as well, their physical health as well. Um, because our students uh, more and more are carrying more and more um, yep. trauma with them. Yep. Um, and as an educator, you have to get through those barriers first yep. before you can really educate mm -hmm. um, and teach them the content you need to teach them. Right, right, right. So I always put their their mental health first. Yeah. You know, I'll I get like to that. I'll get to the stuff, you know, that I have to get to, but first I want to make sure they're okay. Yeah. I love it. Um, and that, you know, I have told you before I had a student a few years ago who walked into class and started to not take as good of care of herself. She just mm -hmm. seemed really off. Mm -hmm. um, and that spoke to my own mental health struggles uh, with depression and um, postpartum depression. I had, when she was in my class, I had my daughter who was just a few months old. And I think I, I looked at her and I just said, you know, what's, what can I do? I, you seem off and I wanna make sure you're okay. And yeah. she just broke down. Oh, goodness. Um, started crying. Who was they safe net? Yeah, she just, you know, miss, miss, because they, you know, they don't ever say my last name. I was always just miss. But, yeah. you know, she just started crying. Um, thankfully, where I taught, we had a school-based health clinic with a licensed mental health nice. professional. So we were able to get her in that day Ooh, okay. to see a counselor. Right who was able to then look into prescribing some medication for her so she mm -hmm. could, you know, get, get back to where she needed to right, be. Right, right, right. Um, and it was, it was beautiful to see her come back out of that on the other side. Nice. And, uh, so you like, it's like you saw her grow in a sense. Yeah, yeah I yeah, did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. And it, I, I always feel very fortunate that I get to help my students like that. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that I could be that that for her. Me too. I'm so. sure. I'm still. We're still. Connect, she and I are still connected on them Facebook. Ki them kids so. ain't letting you go. No. That, look. No. <laughs> you gonna be 80 years old? They gonna be like, Miss, what you? Yeah. Exactly. I love it. I love it. And you know, with that being said, so what are some of the measures 
um, did you take to help them open up? It was just like, you want to talk or like what's going on? Like what, I, what else did you do to help them open up to you? I first start 100% building relationships the first few days of school. Mm -hmm. So I would take two, sometimes three weeks of team building and um, group building exercises where, you know, I'm sharing a little bit of myself and they're sharing a little bit of themselves. Mm -hmm. We don't focus on any content. <laughs> um, we just work on building a great sense of community within my classroom. And I feel like once, once we get through that, true learning can happen because they know that when they walk into my classroom, it is their safe place. Nice. Um, it's not just, oh, I'm here to learn. Now. Right, it's exactly. Like, oh, that's safe peace. Yeah, yes. you know, like, it, oh, I that. like that because, you know, you in school half the day. Like, you yeah. be at work right. 40 hours a week. You be at school about 40 hours a week. Right. So, yeah, you, you want to be comfortable. Like, you know, let me come in here. You know, it, it shouldn't just be about, okay, what kind of work we going to do today. Yeah, exactly. You know, how is this test going to be? Right. I got you. Um, and with COVID and, and we did remote, remote learning, um, it, we really had to... Kind of change, yeah. change the uh, the formula on what that looked like. So okay. we would do brain breaks, you know, Good. via remote learning. Send me, you know, some gifts or send yeah. me memes or um, check-ins. You know, on a scale of you know one to ten, how are you feeling today? Yeah. And then... Because um, it's showing that kid that, yeah. that, that you care. Yeah. You know, instead of just like, hey, pull your books out. Right. You know, oh, let's get started on the lesson. No, I want to sit and talk to them about how they're doing. You a blessing. <laughs> you a blessing. I'm telling you. You are such a blessing. So, I, I love it because that was also, you know, I, I would have kids who would tell me, you know, this weekend I'm going to make, you know, this fun dish from my culture Ooh. and I'm going to bring you some on Monday and it, you know, that, that Girl, what they bring? And you got to give, you got to give the recipe, give the recipe. <laughs> I would get, you know, from my students from Thailand, they'd bring their, their fried rice. Stop. I have, um, I had a couple of, um, it's not cheap days. I know <laughs> for siblings from Syria who would bring rice and chicken that just, oh, so good. Um, I mm. loved it. My El Salvadorian students would mm. bring pupusas. Ooh, look, it is our cheat day. So whatever yeah. you see us <laughs> post, do not judge us. <laughs> you had these babies is bringing this food in here. Yeah. Uh, tamales, Stop. all kinds of stuff. It Ooh. just and so I, I would also do the same. I grew up. Cause food is love. Food is love. Food I'm is a, love. I'm from an Italian family, mm -hmm. so I bring stuff for for them as well to kind of share Girl. that piece of myself. That's, that's the best homework. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody get an A. We eating, we no. eating food today. I love that. That's good. That's good. Oh my god, food. Okay, y'all, we gonna get back on. Yeah. Get back on okay, so compared to the first year, your first year of teaching, until your your tenth year, which is when you just resigned, um, how would you explain the increase in significance of mental health with our youth? Um, I feel like. The, the longer I had been teaching, the more time mm. I started focusing on my students yeah. and, and wanting to check in with them. And especially this last year with how hard it was for so many of them to yeah. be at home. Yeah. We had quite a large number of students who were, I would say, I'd say about 
45 to 50 percent of our student body stayed home every day. Yeah. Um, and that's because they I had, know they was uh, missing you, Chad. Yeah, they they were missing their friends. They were missing yeah their the other teachers as well. Just it was really hard on them. Yeah. So um, I feel like this last year I did not get through as much material as yeah. I normally did yeah. because I took so much time to focus on them. You know, checking in with them. Because you really them. care about their well-being. Like, okay, yeah, the educational grades right. too, but you, 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 you can't. That, that, there's no, not going to be a good outcome if mentally you ain't you right. Ain't right up here. Right. That, and that's with anything. If your mind ain't right, you can't. You, you're not going to be able to prosper as you or get the good outcome. You know, as you're you're seeking that you're wanting because you got to take care of that mind. We talk a lot about um, Maslow's hierarchy of yep, needs, yep, yep. Uh-huh. and um, in the education world, there's something called Bloom's Taxonomy, which is, you know, the levels of learning. Yeah, yeah. And you can't, the, the saying has always been, you can't, um, oh man, what is it? If you can't, if you don't focus on Maslow's, you can't bloom. The kids can't bloom. They can't really yep. focus on their education mm-hmm. if they're if they're hungry, if they're scared about going home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when, mm. when we were in session in a regular year, you could always tell when a long break was coming up mm-hmm. because that's when we would have the most behavior issues because their safe place is going away for an extended amount of time. Mm. And so they're acting out because they don't, some of them don't know how to handle that fear yeah. or that, that lack of consistency. And there's no how-to guide on that. Right. You just gotta right. know how to get a feel of the people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so I, would, I would often, you know, hand out my eat my school email address you need anything here's where you contact me I yeah. still check my email over break or yeah. no because you're not just a nine to five time no. like kind of no. teacher just like a nine seven right. I'm, not, I'm not a nine to five everybody notice if you don't know you should you should see from what I post I'm not a nine to five type of trainer I don't care if you can text me nine ten o'clock at night it could be two in the morning right. if I'm up I'm gonna text you back but if not when I get up in the morning I'm gonna get back right. to you and so that's how you are as being an educator you're like no I don't care for this Friday we it's a down day it's a conference day whatever text me call me hit right. me up yeah let me know mm. I, am, I am here for you and need more educators like that and we we try to I know lots of my colleagues I, I'm very fortunate to work with some of the best in in the country I think yeah. because we we really do care we put a lot of blood sweat and tears into mm-hmm. our students yeah because we want them to succeed yeah and it really just takes that one educator to make a student feel welcome at school yeah um and and want to succeed yeah so i i i know i would personally strive for that for my students mm-hmm. and i know a lot of my colleagues were yeah were the same mm-hmm. it was great i loved i loved working with them and i'm definitely gonna miss and they, that and they that still part. be coming to visit oh you yeah, too. <laughs> yeah. Said that a couple weeks ago i was like that is so sweet right them your babies look you, you can't miss on them I mean, you got a lot of children, don't you? Oh, I have oh, hundreds. Yeah, you ain't, you ain't getting rid of them. No. Mm, that's good, though. Yeah. Because you, you took them in because you wanted to, because you have a sincere, sincere, you know, passion for that. That's your calling. Right. I love it. Mm. Okay. Now, this next question. And this one right here, it, um, I have a, I have a client. She, um, she's also a friend. Um, her daughter just reached out you know, reached out to her on a different level that 
that triggers a lot of our youth when it comes to their interest in their partner. Right. So, um, what, what would you say are the top three issues or topics that students, they come to you about? Is one of them like LGBT? Like I got, yeah. yeah, I mean, I would definitely say gender orient or gender orientation, gender identity, mm-hmm. sexual orientation is another yep. one. Yeah. Um, body image is Ooh. huge. You know, and it's... <laughs> I know I've dealt with that myself. And then social know. media ain't up oh, a yeah. damn devil. Oh, yeah. Because I speak, I speak about that a lot. I post about it. I wish a lot of, especially our women, y'all get off social media. That... I don't care what celebrity house snatch they appear to look. Let me take get off social media because it's that thing ain't nothing but the dog on devil. When you when you on social media, I kind of I ain't mean to take away, but no, I'm, you're I'm feeling some type of way. When y'all get on social media, and if you, and it's not just to the women, it's to anybody. If you looking at somebody post something, this make if it's messed up your mental and got you down on yourself, you need to unfollow them, block them, and get back on track. Like do it because that. That body image is something. Yeah. yeah, I have a couple clients that are like, oh my God, you know, they look at these magazines, they following this this Kardashian, that Kardashian. Man, get off there. Yeah. They ain't helping you, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I think about when I'm taking pictures for my social media, how many takes, how many selfies I have to take until I get that one where I'm like, oh yeah, I like that. Like I could, yeah. I, I don't mind posting that. Yeah. I can't imagine like these influencers sit there for hours yep. to make sure that they have the perfect angle and the perfect lighting and oh that everything God. looks. They bring in the whole staff. Yeah, exactly. They got a, a staff to do the eyebrows. They got a staff to to, to, to put the lotion on their face. Right. They got a staff to get that one string of hair in place. It's right. just everybody on payroll. Right. Just for you to just to and whatever's out of place, they have Photoshop for that. It ain't real, you know. Oh my goodness, yeah. LGBT and then body image. What would you say is the third one? Um, probably there's there's some experience with with race with race mm-hmm. and, and yeah. discrimination. Yeah. Um, because of what what I teach, I, I work with students of color, and yeah. they, you know, I remember uh, back in 2016, um, a student who was from Mexico. He was the sweetest. Oh man, he was another really sweet kid. Mm-hmm. Who did he bring at, you something to eat? Uh, no, he no what he never did. It's okay. We well, still like you. Know, we still <laughs> it's okay. But he uh, was telling me about how he. Uh, was working at Menards and he was helping a customer get their stuff out to their car and this guy turned to him and said you know Trump Trump is gonna get all of you out of this country oh my goodness and this kid just looked at him and said you know I wish you had said something sooner I would have let you deal with all of this stuff on your own and then he turned around and he walked back in the store and I was like I, I looked at him and I was like, I am sorry because that is not yeah, 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 that yeah, is yeah, yeah, not yeah, yeah. how a person should be no. be talking to you. And he was just he just kind of shrugged and I was like, no, no, like you don't get to just shrug that you don't, off. You don't shrug like, that off. That's not right. You know what? You just made me think about something. Um, it was a it was just me and you, and I had kind of somebody had texted me or something. We was like taking a quick little break before we started. You know, the next part of your session. And they had, I'm not going to name this restaurant, but it's a restaurant here in Omaha. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I ain't, I ain't the one to put, like, it, it ain't, that's tacky. It ain't my place to do that. But I was, I was like, oh, that's a good venue. You look good. And he was like, what is it? He was like, no, they are not 
They are not BLM friendly. Mm-mm. The owners are trash. I was like, bet that up. They will not get my business. Right. I appreciate you doing that. Like you stopped. You was like, no, you do not want to go down. And I was like, good looking out. And so I just simply told. I was like, you know what? I'm, how about we go try a new restaurant? Because this is what was just told to me. Yeah. yeah. I, I like. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, living and growing up in the Midwest. I started to realize that I needed to refocus my energy and my time and my money on people and businesses that reflect who I've grown up to be. Yeah. And that was definitely not one of them. Exactly. (laughs) And baby, the menu looked good. I was like, oh, this looks okay. And then he was like, no, 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 no. You shook your head so fast. (laughs) You put that medicine ball down. You was like, "Uh, uh, uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. No, we are not going to eat that. I was like, okay. We're not. We're not going to eat that. Appreciate it. That's definitely a personal mm. evolution for myself. I, definitely. I grew up in a very conservative household. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, definitely was a, ugh, I hate to say it now, I was an all lives matter kind of person yeah. growing up. But yeah. I think, I, you know, teachers always say that, that we learn more from our students. And it's really true. I watched, yeah. I watched what my students went through and I learned from them. And my worldview changed, and I love it. it became much more global. Yeah. And, and I that's I, how it should be with anybody yeah. you okay. interact with, even right. like with y'all. Like yeah. we, we should all grow from each other. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Have a different perspective. I mean, if you if if, if you ain't growing, if, you gotta go. You don't right. no growth. You gotta go. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's because I mean it's it's healthy. It's healthy. Don't nobody want to have the same mindset. Don't nobody want to be stagnant. You it's and it feels good. Oh yeah. It feels so oh, yeah. good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It feel good. I love it. I love it. Okay, we got one more question. Now, you a mama, and you got such a connection with all your kids. Not only as an educator, but also as an outlet. Being an outlet, a mentor, somebody that they can trust. What advice do you have for parents out there, legal guardians, or anything? What would you advise just to like... Oh, this is the one. This is the hardest This, this, this is the hardest. This, this is the hardest. Because we spoke, because it's like, ugh, like... I don't want to presume to give advice to parents because I'm still trying to figure my way through yeah. my own my own parenting and yeah. um, what I want for my kids. Um, I I didn't have a particularly difficult childhood. I you know I grew up in a a, a very large family. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't think we ever really talked about mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't really get the opportunity to feel my feelings. You know, there was a lot of, you know, if I'd start, Speak on it. you know, if I started crying, there was a lot of like, oh, you're okay. You're fine. Like, yeah. you know, you, just, you know, it's fine. It's but fine. You, you're, it's a teenager, yeah. you're a teenager. You're a teenager. You're a womanhood yeah. now. Every yeah. third of days, you look friend. Yeah. Come on. Exactly. You know? So, yeah. you know, we didn't really talk about, about any of that until, until I, I, had my suicide attempt and Mm -hmm. it was just everything was overwhelming and I didn't really feel like I could talk about it. I didn't feel like I had anybody that I could go to. Mm. And so, you know, we, my husband and I are now working really hard to fight that kind of innate, um, feeling where you know if our kids start crying we we try to avoid you know oh you're okay 
no, it, we need to identify like, the emotions yeah. and we need to like, let see them what's feel wrong, them. Baby, like, what's yeah, wrong, baby? Like, right. what is it? Like, oh, uh, Augie, I, uh, my son's name is August. We call him Augie, you know. Oh, Augie, you're crying. I can see you're upset. You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Trying to walk, walk him through because identifying the emotions is a very important part yeah. of mental health. Look. And mm. I we're trying to make sure to name them for our kids and allow them to feel their feelings. Yeah, go through it. So yeah. I ain't not wrong with you because right. you know, then here you got a, a child, 15, 16 years old, they ODing on stuff. Right. You know, they, they, they want to, be, they become introverts, you know, and right. then they, it's, it's, and then the parents, and this, this is not to try to, I, by all means, when I say the parents, I'm not trying to talk about nobody's parents. It's just stuff that you see and you read about on the news. Like, oh, this kid, they doing this, they did that, they took their life. Because they didn't have nobody they could trust. And it's like, and I can let you, if you can't trust your own parents, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't cool. Right. But if it's reality, it's reality. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then I, and then I do know some, some teenagers, they, they have come to me about stuff. And you know what? I appreciate it. And then one of the reasons is like, you know what? If I tell my mama, all she gonna do is tell everybody. She gonna talk about it. <coughs> and it's like that ain't cool. Like that's right. supposed to be your safe place. How right. you, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, you know what? And I I know a lot of oh man, I know a lot of parents have had bad experiences with teachers. Excuse me. <laughs> Go ahead. You good? You good? <coughs> bad experiences with teachers themselves, mm -hmm. that it's hard to trust yeah. educators, especially if you are a person of color with, yeah. you know, white women in yeah. general. Mm -hmm. And so it's very difficult to want to trust an educator, mm -hmm. but I guarantee there are so many teachers out there that are just wanting to provide that safe place yeah. for kids because you know what i this is this is what i feel and i feel firm on this i can understand like hey you know you you know like black and brown you know it's hard to trust somebody who is not doesn't share the same race as us right but when it comes to just general understanding right and listening ain't no color on that right you know just yeah. listen just understand your kid you know what i'm saying understand why they upset right Instead of like brushing them off, you know what I'm saying. Right. So I stand firm on that, and you know what? That's that's just what it is. There's no gender, or no no race, no nothing. On just basic, just understanding and communicating with your child. Right. I think, and so. I think we need to also be very cognizant of that knee knee jerk reaction of, yeah. oh no, you're okay. Oh no, like. And I was like, no, I'm not okay. No, I'm crying I'm not, for a reason. Like, exactly. I'm mad for a reason. Right. You know, and then they, you know, regardless of how you act out, but when you act out, something is triggering that. Right. You know, instead of looking at, oh, why you upset or why you sad, look at or try to understand what 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 provoked it. Because emotions are provoked by something. Oh yeah. Whether it's right. something that happened ten years ago, whether it's something you've seen on TV, emotions are provoked by something. You know, so. Dang. Yeah, I just. They just and it just takes that one adult. That's it just it. takes that one adult that will tell. be there, Ooh. whether it's for you or your child or yeah somebody. I'm telling you, I got my, my village is and in my village of course is a lot of y'all because right. I confide in y'all. Right. Like when we talk about stuff here, it do not it does not leave this area. Right. Um, whether we texting or whatever, but I mean that the village when you get that village and you feel you feel that safe net, you ain't letting that thing go. Right. I'm telling you, it's like dog. And yes, you would want to do it with somebody you're related to, but that's just the title. Right. 
you know what I'm saying, oh, this is your cousin, this is your parent. It's just a title. If you can't trust them, if they're not there for you, they ain't there to help you out, then you got to, hey, feed them with a long hand spoon. That's what I like to say. You know, and then just the, the ones that do that, that genuinely care about you and help you overcome, them your real ones. That's what it is. Man, I'm about to cry. I'm finna get out here. <laughs> Let's go somewhere, Sarah. Would you come up here bother me? <laughs> but nah. Um, but y'all, we're gonna end, we gonna end that session. And I hope, look, y'all, every time I get on here, you know, I cut up and stuff, but sometimes, you know, I, I ain't always twerking. I ain't always lit. 25% of the time I do know how to talk. <laughs> you know, but but real talk though. But y'all, seriously, that mental health thing is with all ages, but for real, it is real sad when you see babies and kids that's like depressed and they they don't they feel like or they know they can't trust people that they in the household with. You know what I'm saying? So, Sarah, thank you so much. I'm just gonna take one second here, really Go quick ahead. too. I want to, um, if you know somebody that is uh, having a really rough time or um, is, is thinking about self-harm or, or hurting themselves, I, I just want to make sure everybody is aware of the National Suicide Hotline. Mm. Um, it's a great resource, uh, whether it's it's just I'm having a really bad day and I need somebody to talk to. Um, they are professionals. Um, they have both in English and Spanish. Um, just professionals that are there to help. And I wish, um, I wish my cousin had had that. Uh, opportunity. Right, um, right, right. So the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1 800 273 And like I said, if you you or someone you know is, is struggling, they're a great resource. They can also help you find resources in person um, that can help you through whatever you're going through. Mm. So. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Of course. Y'all, I'm about to, look, I'm finna get off here. We got a session. We got a session. We just had a great mental health session. And now we about to, we about to work. But y'all, this was, this right here, this, this, this episode, it really brought, brought back some flashbacks about some stuff. And, uh, with myself and even with people that I know, you know, teenagers and then people my age stuff they went through back in the day but man this is real so y'all tap into your, your, your the younger people check on them like if you're gonna check on them make sure you really you genuinely care about you know like hey what's what's, what's going on you know so and then if, if you can't be that form like hey go on this podcast because i look i'm not deleting these episodes just go ahead and fast forward and get to that get to that number and then hey call it reach out you know, reach out to me. Like, hey, who was that woman that was on the podcast? <laughs> I'm like, hey, oh, that's Sarah Child. Look, she'll talk to you. Hey, you know, it's, it's all good. That's how it's supposed to be. But I love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. It's your favorite trainer. Twerk trainer. The Southern Belle. We're about to work. Thank you for joining. Yeah, thank you. All right, bye.